Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. My diamonds were all gone. They left my Chanel jewelry there, which was weird, but they stole my diamonds. And then some of my jewelry that they stole, they would steal like one earring and would leave me the other one. So I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to? Th- that just felt like a joke at that point. And then they also stole, you're going to die, my podcast, Mike. They stole my podcast mic. For what? They must have heard my podcast and they were like, she sucks. <laughs> she does not deserve it. Women should not have podcasts. So they took away my mic. It's Violet Benson, your favorite meme queen and the big sis you didn't ask for, but need a welcome to Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Are you ready? Hi, besties, and welcome to a brand new Almost Adulting, the largest self-love podcast and movement, your number one destination for personal growth and mental health. I'm your big sister and your host, Violetta. Today, we are doing a Tuesday episode. Tuesday episodes are normally either Confession Corner or Benson Knows Best. Today, I think we are sticking to Confession Corner, Saint-Tropez, which is the vacation I recently went on, which turned out to be shit. Not in like a terrible way. Well, no, it, it was as bad as it gets, but I'm just trying to be positive about it. But I wanted to share my experience because I know I must be not the only one in the world that has ever gone on a trip that didn't turn out to be what you expected it to be. So I just wanted to show you my perspective, how to handle things when they don't go your way and my thoughts on everything. Before we get started, don't forget to subscribe to today's podcast, which is Almost Adulting. You can find me on Apple, Spotify, YouTube. We're trying to get on YouTube. And everywhere else, we have new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Tuesdays, we're just shooting the shit. Thursdays are more serious. Don't forget to check out last week's episode on Thursday. It was really good. It's with this girl named Anna. Maybe both. (laughs) That's what she goes by. Uh, She's super popular on TikTok. And she's always all about, let's talk about it. And it's all this dating advice. I haven't had a chance to really promote it because I've been traveling, but I will be promoting it more this week. And then this upcoming Thursday, I think I'm going to do a solo episode about shadow work that I've been writing about recently. Aside from that, let's talk about Saint-Tropez, Confession Corner. So if I can give you a description overall what the trip was about, I would say I pulled a tarot card before I left. This card came up a few times. I thought it had to do with my lover or ex-lover, but I was wrong. I pulled a card, the Seven of Swords, and the Seven of Swords basically means deception, lies, fake friends, burglary, theft, and yeah, deception and lies and people tricking you and using false reality and false logic over your actual feelings. So I would say that kind of manifested into what my trip turned out to be. It was filled with gossip, separation, judging too harshly, falling into gossip, creating a false reality, getting robbed. (laughs) Not kidding. Getting fucking robbed. 
feeling isolated, feeling alone, feeling left out, not fitting in and cutting my trip short. So that's overall (laughs) what the trip was like. And yeah, like, let's talk about it. Okay. Confession corner. Here we go. So, well, I was so excited when my friend invited me to go on the trip because I don't leave my house often. I'm pretty much a loner until I'm outside. Then I'm as outgoing as it gets. My inner Leo (laughs) slash Libra comes out shining or Gemini, you know, all those zodiac signs that are in me, they all come out and I'm so social in the life of the party, but except that normally I'm all home. And because I have this like obsession for clothes, I don't really get to wear my clothes anywhere. So I buy all these clothes for no reason. So when I was excited, when I heard I got to go on the trip, I was like, okay, hell yeah, I can finally put all these outfits together. And I was like so excited to wear all these different outfits and to soak in the sun and to meet new people because I was basically going on the ship with one of my good girlfriends. And then she invited some other girls who were, they were all best friends. And I got to meet them for the first time on the trip. And then a few other people that were there were friends with someone that I used to date. So that already kind of made things awkward for me. But yeah, it was me more going on my own. Normally when I go on trips on my own, it goes super well. That's not always the case. Sometimes, you know, not everyone's going to like you. It is what it is. So I packed my bags. I ended up going on the trip a little later than everyone else because I had to finalize some podcast interviews that I had. So I flew out on Wednesday and I got there on Thursday. I arrived in France. And in France, I then took a two-hour ride to the house in Saint-Tropez. And that's where, when the fun times started, I got to meet the new girlies. I thought we clicked. I thought we got along really well. I was just in high spirits, just excited. I was like, this is a trip I deserve. (laughs) And uh, we went to dinner. Dinner was super fun. I loved my dress. I loved dressing up. I was getting along really well with all the girls. And then club night happened. We went to club. Well, actually during that time, I will say one mistake that I did that I already regret how it started. This is where things started to go south. I normally do not fall into gossip, but because there was a lot of my mind, I fell into gossip. And this is why I'll tell you guys right now, giving you advice. Don't ever try not to fall into the hearsay. First of all, A, us women, men too, a lot of the time, but a lot of times it's women, we love to gossip. And normally I try to stay away from that. I try to just keep to myself, but I didn't this time. And especially when you're like in a little beehive mentality, anything you say will come out. That's why we say never share something that you don't want the world to know because it will come out. So basically I ended up falling into gossip and I started gossiping with some people there. They were just telling me things that I didn't want to hear and it was rubbing me the wrong way. It had to do with someone I used to date. And then I fell into it by then with my ego saying my thoughts and my side of the story, not thinking that that's going to already create like drama because people feed off of drama. And it's so much more fun when the drama has to do with other people than with your own life. So of course I fell into it because it was about me and someone that wasn't there to defend themselves. And whether it was innocent or not, I don't know. But the way my reality and how I see it, it felt like it was worse than it really is. Like the things I was hearing, I was making a big deal in my head and then I was reacting to it. And I, looking back now, I regret it because especially when it comes to people that I date, am dating or used to date, I do really value that bond. And I don't like it when it makes it seem like I don't. And when I value a bond with people that I choose to be my partners, 
it's important for me that no one else comes between us because I think it's so easy for other people to come between you because it's so much easier to judge other people's relationships or to gossip so they don't have to focus on their own. And a lot of times you don't know where people are coming from. If they have good intentions, you don't know if they're projecting their own insecurities, you don't know if they're jealous, you don't know if they if they just want to make sure that they have the best partnership and they don't want anyone else. I, it, it doesn't matter. But like a lot of times when people give their opinions, it's projection from their own experiences and their own thoughts. It's, it has nothing to do with what's going on with, between you and your partner. And I made the mistake for falling into gossip, acting like I'm in my 20s and I'm in my 30s and breaking a bond that I have with someone by listening to gossip and then sharing gossip. When in reality, the partner that I aspire to be and am and the partner that I look for, which is why I want to be that partner as well, is someone that is loyal and trustworthy. Whether or not you part ways with someone, it's inappropriate and it's not nice to talk about them, when, especially when they're not there and they can't defend themselves. So I definitely, that's already A, one thing that I did that I regretted being involved in because it definitely fucked with my head and I think it continued making the experience worse and worse. So that's A. So here's gossip. Great. That's already in the back of my head. All right. Then we go clubbing. We go clubbing. So much fun. And then one of the girls got really drunk and then she accidentally dropped her glass on my foot and it shattered all over my foot and on the floor. And it cut open my foot and my big toe to the point that I was just gushing blood. And it went all over my denim Dolce & Gabbana shoes. And they had to take care of me in the club. (laughs) And I'm one of those people that instead of, you know, I'm more embarrassed by the fact that all eyes are on me and I'm not doing well and people are watching me than the actual physical pain that I'm going through. So I was just like, I felt embarrassed that it was, it had to be my foot that got cut open and that I'm bleeding. I was like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. I'm like bleeding all over the floor. Like this is so humiliating. (laughs) That's how I was feeling. So then one of the guys that works there took care of me. I kind of had to lift up my foot to try to make the blood stuff from gushing out. He cleaned my whole foot. I mean, this guy definitely has a foot fetish, which is shocking because I have the type of feet that only a mother can love. Like only my own mother can love my feet because my toes are the type of toes that they unfriended each other in 2001 and they went their separate ways because one of the girlies fucked their other girlie's boyfriend or something like that. And ever since then, they never spoke to each other again. That's my toes. They go to all different directions. They don't touch each other. So I was surprised. If anything, I felt guilty. I was like, wow, this man loves feet so much. He deserves better than what I have to offer to him. Like my feet are so ugly that if I started an only feet account, people will pay me to take my account down and to stop posting my pictures. They would be like, girly, why? Why are you posting this? I'm obviously joking. Maybe my feet are not that bad, but I, I don't know. I've broken my toes so many times. They, they generally are crooked. My second toe that's after my big toe is longer than my big toe, which I think it means it means that I'm controlling or something. I don't know. Anyway, the guy then had to take care of my foot for like 20 minutes. He fully cleaned between my toes, my whole feet. I mean, this guy might as well just put my foot in his mouth. He enjoyed it more than me. (laughs) And then he put two band-aids on my feet. And then I just, I was like, you know, I don't want to ruin anyone else's experience. I try to party and get, you know, have fun. So I tried to have fun. And then I made one light joke to the girl that broke glass on my foot. And I hugged her and I was like, oh my God, Remember when you accidentally broke a glass on my foot and it, it cut me 
And I laughed about it and only to find out the next day that that really upset her and hurt her feelings because she didn't understand why we bring it up. So that's already part two of things not going well, where I just rubbed somebody the wrong way with my sense of humor because she didn't get my sense of humor. And it made her feel bad that she broke glass on my foot, even though I was making a joke. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying, I'm just trying to trickle in how the nights were going. So that happened. I tried to, you know, I didn't even realize yet that she was upset with me. We continue partying. We all grabbed pizza together and um, fast forward the next day. The next day, one of my my good friend who I came on the trip with, she texted me. She said, V, come to my room. I go to her room and I find out that the girlies I was partying with the night before all think I don't like them and they don't get my sense of humor. So that wasn't a nice feeling that definitely made me feel a little isolated and confused because normally I'm like best friends with everyone. When I go out, it's really rare for me to rub people the wrong way in a way where I rub them the wrong way so fast, especially on vacation. I don't know. It's pretty rare. Like normally I'm just besties with everyone. So things like this can happen. It's not, not everyone's going to like you, but I, I felt bad. And then suddenly my brain, I'm like, now focus on the gossip and now I'm focused on how can I mend my friendship with these girlies that I just met when in reality had nothing to do with me. Like A, they could have been projecting their own feelings, their own issues onto me, but I took it personally in a way that I wanted to fix it. By me trying to fix it, I think I was making things probably worse. (laughs) So then I tried to confront them by, I was like asking the girls like, hey, can we talk? What's the deal? What's going on? I don't think that helped, (laughs) but they were so kind. Here's the thing. And I don't feel like I'm explaining this well enough, The point is, imagine being in like this beehive mentality where it's a bunch of people who are best friends with each other and you're kind of the left out. And then you try to be part of that little clique or the group. But in reality, those people came on the ship to create their own memories and their own fun. And here, this is where I'm trying to give a lesson where I felt secluded and not part of the group towards the end of the trip that I didn't take it personally. Like, yes, of course, it wasn't a nice feeling to feel left out. That no matter what I did, I just for some reason, maybe rub them the wrong way or they didn't care for me, but not in a way that they didn't like me. They liked me. They were really nice, but I wasn't part of their clique. But the point here is that they didn't do anything wrong. They weren't mean girls. They're not bad people. They're great girls. They're great people. And I'm sure in a different setting, maybe we'll party again. What happened was these girls all came together to have their own experience with one another who are best friends. I just happened to be there. I wasn't meant to be part of their experience. And there's nothing wrong that they put themselves first and they chose to have their own amazing experience. It just didn't include me. Of course, me as a human being, it's not a nice feeling to feel secluded or isolated, but I also had a choice on my weekend trip. I had a choice to remove myself from any gossip, which I did the opposite. I had a choice to not take things personally and to kind of take the high horse and understand that, you know, I'm not for everyone and that I I can make other memories with other people. But instead I chose to just stick to that beehive mentality and just be around people that didn't actually care to be around me. And it's not their fault. Because again, they were making their own memories. I just happened to not be part of it. They were thinking about themselves and their trip and how to make it the best. And it had nothing to do with me. I just wasn't part of it. I had a choice where I actually had loads of friends in Saint-Tropez that weekend and they were all hitting me up and I could have went and hung out with them. But instead, in my brain... 
something went back, you know, like a little trigger already triggered me where suddenly it's like that need to be liked by the people are in front of me. So instead of me taking the high horse, oh, these people don't want to be around me or they want to be around me, just not like every two seconds because they're creating their own experiences. That's cool. I can go and create my own experiences with other people. Instead, I focus on them and I isolated myself. I made the choice to make myself continue to feel like shit. No one has power over you except yourself. Those girls who maybe I rubbed them the wrong way or didn't want to be around me 24 seven because they don't know me and they got maybe the wrong idea of me or whatever it was, they didn't have any power of me without my permission. But because I was stuck in my head and already was feeling low from all the various gossip and believing things I shouldn't have or being involved in gossip that is such low vibrations, by the way, then I also stuck around with trying to figure out how can I make these girls like me by making things worse. So I gave people power over me. It was my choice. I did it with my permission. I felt bad about myself and I felt isolated and I felt on my own because I chose to put myself in that position because no one else actually had that power over me, especially people who are not malicious. They only mean well. And they were just, you know, enjoying themselves. It had nothing to do with me. I just made it about myself because that's what we all do. We are all self-involved and we all make it about ourselves. I wanted to have the best trip ever. And I was trying to force over people that didn't include me in it. And that's on me. That's a grown-up way of thinking. So that morning I said, okay, noted. I made some jokes, didn't, which, you know, I mean, it was weird. I made a joke about my foot getting split open and that upset someone. It is what it is. So I was like, today will be better. It wasn't because that night we went out and the vibe was off for a lot of us. Like there were so many different energies in the house. The energies were overwhelming because there was also other girls in the house and the other girls in the house, they also were high, strong, high energy, gossipy with other weight. Like in that house, you literally would say one word as a joke or just a sentence. And you best believe that within 30 minutes, everyone else in the house knows exactly what you said. Like, I don't like these type of dynamics. I, this has nothing to do with the current girls I was talking about. I'm talking about this is com someone completely else in the house. That part rubbed me the wrong way. Like that's to me is a little more evil. I don't like that. So, but again, you know, they were going through their own thing. The point is when we went to dinner, the vibes were already like a little off and a little weird between everyone. Like everyone was going through their own shit and we're all such strong personalities. And there were just like such strong personalities at dinner and overwhelming energy with everyone. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. And then that night, I wasn't feeling it. I was told to try not to, 
this is so sad. But the more I wanted to hang out with those girlies who were like besties, the more I was told by one of my friends to stay away from them and to give them space. <laughs> it's actually really sad to say. It was like the like my childhood, my childhood self, you know, got triggered. And suddenly I just, my weird need to be liked, which is so unlike me. And, you know, whatever. So I decided to just call it a night. Oh, because I also had a fight that day with somebody that was back in LA. So I was already in low vibrations, low mood. And I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go home early. Maybe things will turn up tomorrow. Dun, dun, dun. They didn't. So I got an Uber and I got home early by myself. And when the Uber driver dropped me off, and this was on 4th of July of France, when the Uber driver dropped me off, he made a weird comment. When he dropped me off at the gate, he made a comment saying, wow, oh, you live here? Must be nice. And when I got out of the car, I was like, that's a really weird thing to say, especially because he was driving a Tesla. But maybe a lot of people drive Teslas in France. That's like, that was like all of my Ubers. I walked into the house and the first thing that was really odd was the alarm didn't go off, which was weird. And I texted my friend right away that the alarm was off, but I didn't think anything of it. And then I, I was just talking to myself. I don't know if I heard any noise in the background or not because A, I'm deaf in my left ear. So I'm like the worst person to actually arrive home if there's anyone in the house because I won't be able to hear it because I'm deaf. Literally, I'm deaf in my left ear. So when I got home, I was kind of cussing and talking to myself and I was just like having a fake fight in my head with the person that I fought with that was back in LA. And I was just kind of like, oh, you think you're better than me? Well, <laughs> you know what? Well, fuck you. Well, fuck this. And I was just cursing, which is again, unlike me to curse, but I was just talking to myself. I noticed the alarm was off. I didn't think anything of it. I said, okay, I'm not going to touch the buttons because maybe I just didn't trigger their alarm for some reason. Didn't think anything of it and then went straight to my room to be in my thoughts. My room was a, was a mess. I didn't think anything of it because I left my room a mess before I went out. So I didn't actually know if it was a different type of mess. And then I just sat there and I chilled in, in my room and I was just isolating myself. And then I think an hour and a half later or two hours later, the other girls from the house finally arrived. And when I heard them, I put headphones on. And within five, 10 minutes, one of the girls, one of the girls ran into my room and said, holy fucking shit, we got robbed. And she was crying. And I looked up at her in shock. And then she ran out of the room. And I thought she was joking, but it didn't look like she was joking because she was crying. And I was just so confused. I actually texted my travel booker right away. And I was like, hey, I need to change my flight. Can we book an earlier flight? So right away, I changed my flight the minute she said we got robbed. And then I left my room to the house and I just see everyone in the house running around, crying, saying how we got robbed. And it doesn't feel real. Like I'm so confused because just glancing into my room, everything looked like it was there. So I didn't understand. And my door was closed when I got there. I mean, the alarm was off, which was weird, but I didn't understand. And then we found out there were two break-ins in two separate rooms in the house and that everyone was robbed badly. There was between 200000 to $250,000 worth of things stolen from our house that night. And we called the police right away. We were in shock. We couldn't understand. Like I genuinely in that moment thought that it was my fault. I was like, was it my Uber driver that dropped me off that robbed us? Like I didn't know. I didn't get it. And then when we start piecing all the things together, we found out that the robbers were at the house when I was there. So because I arrived into the home early, 
I think maybe they were had a watch or something. I was walking up the hill to get ins- into the house. And by the time I walked in, it freaked them out and they left and they ran out through one of the room doors. And when they left out, they ended up leaving one big suitcase outside of that door because they didn't have time to close it and grab it because I scared them off when I walked into the house. So A, I had to process the fact that I was home at the same time as the robbers and that I scared them off or something. I mean, I was home alone and I didn't hear them. B, I had to process the fact that I've, I don't feel safe because I, I, I don't understand what's happening. And then C, everyone's running around because their shit's gone. So a lot of the girls got their... Chanel bags stolen, like iconic Chanel bags, Chanel bags that are, you can never, you can't get again, collector's items. My friend's Rolex with diamonds was stolen. Some bags were stolen that had passports in them. So some people lost their passports, which again, wasn't on purpose, but it just happened to be in a designer bag that the criminals stole. In that moment, I thought I wasn't robbed. Like I wasn't processing it. So when I looked into my room, just at a first glance, I looked at my bags, my bags were still there. And the thing is, before I go, I left on vacation, I have this thing where I don't travel with really expensive bags anymore in case of somebody could, could mug me. So I had one Louis Vuitton bag and then the rest of my bags are bags that I bought on Amazon that I brought with me on the trip because I already wear pretty expensive dresses and my shoes are usually designer expensive. But I guess the robbers didn't steal any designer shoes because the resale value on it is low. And they also didn't take any electronics because you can track that. So we called the police. The police took like two hours to arrive to our house because apparently there were 30 other robberies that night in other big houses. It was very scary. It was a weird experience. Oh, and so many people's also jewelry was gone, whether it was jewelry that they received from their grandparents that they will never have again, whether it was bags that were given to them from their grandma that they'll never have again. It was so sad. And in that moment, I think I felt a little guilty because A, I didn't understand that I was robbed. Like I didn't process it yet. But B, I kept sitting and thinking about how lucky I am that I arrived in the house at the same time as the robbers and I'm alive in one piece and I'm okay. And that's what I kept thinking about. And I was just sitting in shock. And then I felt all this guilt, like, is ev- can everyone else tell that I feel so lucky? Like I should be crying right now. I should be more upset. Like I should be reacting differently, but I was too much in shock to react. And, and I was just trying to be supportive for all the girls because the girls were just all over the place. And some of them, even their suitcases got stolen. They're Rimwa, Riwa, that brand, that was stolen as well. Like one of the girls literally had no suitcase left. So she was like, how am I supposed to even travel back home? Like I don't have a suitcase. I only found out the next day that I was robbed. So that night I thought that not only did I get lucky and I'm alive, but I also wasn't robbed because my door was closed. So overall, I just felt really lucky and I felt bad that I felt so lucky. I will say no one asked me if I was okay. (laughs) which was kind of weird. It was actually funny. Like when they texted one of the girls that was out that we were robbed, like, and she knew I came home early. Her first thought was like, wait, oh my God, is my shit gone? And then I remember, and I guess one of the guys that was with her was like, wait, didn't Violet go home early? Is Violet okay? And she was like, huh? What are you talking? Oh my God, I don't know. I don't, I can't, I can't even think about that right now. And that was like really funny to me because I was like, okay, that's how you know you're really not close with someone. <laughs> When like, if the first son said it was like, wait, V went home early. Is she okay? It was like, are my bags okay? It's funny. You know, again, I think it shows the age gap and the age difference and just like people's priorities from 
being upset when I made a joke about my foot, being cut open to being upset about things over like, thank God Violet's alive. But again, it's not personal and you can't hold it against people for thinking about themselves before they think about you, especially if you're not close. But I, I did think it was funny. And uh, I will say that guy that asked about me, he ended up being like one of the highlights of my trip because he was like so nice to me and made me feel like I belong and I fit in and it made me feel less bad. He was actually, he ended up being with me that night in a very platonic way because um, some of the guys came back to our house to make us feel more safe. And we also ended up ordering security. So we had security in the house for the rest of the trip. But even though I cut the trip short, but yeah, it definitely ruined everyone's mood that night. Everyone was really low and down. I mean, it was just going through the shock. I mean, the shock where I didn't understand that I was robbed. Like I genuinely believe that I was the only one not robbed. And I genuinely just kept thinking how lucky and blessed I am to be alive. Like it definitely changed my perspective already that night of how lucky I am. So I, again, didn't feel like I could relate to the other girls because at that point doesn't feel like I was robbed and I'm alive. And I mean, what's more of a blessing? To be alive or to just, I don't give a shit if a bag was stolen, like I'm, I'm alive. Like I cheated death once again. I felt really relieved and happy. I called my sister. And when I called my sister, that's when I started crying because I was finally processing my emotions. And, um, and she was just really happy to know that I'm okay. And it's actually the second time where I'm around people trying to break in. It's actually six months ago, there were four or five men that tried to break into my home in Los Angeles. And it was the only night where my cameras were not working and they were circle, circling my whole house, trying to figure out how to break into my house. And eventually they saw that there was a car in the garage and they couldn't find a, a way to break in, so they left. But I didn't even know about it until two weeks later when one of my neighbors told me, did you know some dudes tried to break into your house? And I was like, no, my cameras have been off. I need to fix that. And he goes, well, fix that ASAP because four or five men, large men tried to break in. And when I saw the cameras from my neighbor, I was mortified because I was home that night trying on clothes on some Aspen vacation, which I didn't go to in the end, but still. So this was now my second time where I was in close proximity with really bad people who don't want the best for me. They want to rob me. They want to take things from me. And I got lucky. So you know what? God is good. I feel so blessed. So anyway, that night, one of the guys that came to our house, he kept me company that night and it was easy to talk to him. And he also changed my perspective about a lot of things, whether it was the gossip that's been circulating around in the house. He put me at ease because he said nothing but really good things about the person that I was upset about. And I just loved how positive he was. And we were able to laugh it off about the terrible night. And he helped kind of put my mind at ease. And it was just nice to feel like I had a friend in the house. So that was, I'm always surprised when the people you least expect end up, you know, completely changing your perspective or turning a bad night into a good one. It's always the people you least expect end up just being like little angels. So that was really nice. Again, it was in a very platonic way. He has a partner and he's friends with the person I was venting to him about. So wasn't in um it was just it was just nice. So then uh, the next day I kept trying to fly out. I couldn't. The next day I kind of spent time on my own. The girlies all did their own thing. And then everyone was finally calming down. And the next day is when I found that I was robbed. I finally realized that three of my sunglasses were gone and my diamonds were all gone. 
they left my Chanel jewelry there, which was weird, but they stole my diamonds. And then some of my jewelry that they stole, they would steal like one earring and would leave me the other one. So I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to, Th- that just felt like a joke at that point. And then they also stole, you're going to die, my podcast mic. They stole my podcast mic. For what? They must have heard my podcast and they were like, she sucks. <laughs> she does not deserve, women should not have podcasts. So they took away my mic or they're thinking of starting their own podcast, how to break into other people's houses on 4th of July in France. So I'm really glad now they have a mic that they can use. They stole the mic and the cord. So that was weird. I couldn't even record anything while I was there. But anyway, so that happened. Then I called my parents. I told them what happened. And that's when I, yeah. And then that night I was like, okay, this is my last chance to turn this trip around. Maybe it was all in my head. Maybe the girlies do like me. So I went to the girlies, those like bestie girls who were best friends. And (laughs) I was like, hey, it's my last night tonight since I'm flying out tomorrow is it cool if I go out with you guys tonight? They were like, no. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. Like I'm being, I'm obviously making a joke, but no, no, they said no. They, uh, they felt bad. They were like, let's, we're going to talk about it and we're going to let you know. And then they, one of the girls came to my room and they were like, hey, listen, we just want to have our own experience. And like, we want to hang out with each other. It's not personal. We just want to do our own thing. And trust me, I did not get offended. I'm just making a joke because it's so funny. Of course, that's how my night turned out. Of course, that was my last night, just being with myself in the morning, crying about things, hang out alone while the girlies were on the boat. And then, of course, I was like, can I go out with you guys? And they were like, no, but that's life. Does that, again, make those girls bad or evil or mean? No, they wanted to have their own experience. And I just wasn't part of that experience. It's not that deep. I'm not 15. I don't need for people to like me. I don't need to fit in. And it's not someone else's fault if I rub them the wrong way. Like, that's just part of life. Not everyone's going to like you. So no, I didn't take offense at that point already. I was like so drained and exhausted from everything. I, I, I laughed it off. And of course they felt bad. And I was like, don't, don't worry about it. Because honestly, in the end of the day, why would I even want to be there with someone that doesn't want me around? I don't, I wouldn't, I don't need to prove anything to anyone. So they went out, they did their own thing and I was just excited to finally go home. So then at 4 a.m. I packed my shit and I headed out to catch my flights. And then I flew from, I took my two hour cab ride to Nice. And then I flew from Nice to Germany, from Germany to New York. And then in New York, my flight was canceled. I was stuck there half of that night. And then I finally caught a flight back home to LA at like 12 a.m. And then I made a new bestie named April (laughs) on my flight. She was sitting next to me. And I think that definitely turned my things upside down and around. Her name is April Jones. I'm going to have her on my podcast. She's fucking amazing. She's so funny. And it was just like nice to meet someone that you just click with. And she like, we're on the same energy. We, We got each other. And I was like, okay, so it's not me. It was just that energy, that vibe in that house just wasn't for me, but it doesn't mean that I'm not for everyone. Like, it doesn't mean that I suck. It means I'm just not for everyone, but like, yeah, ended up being super fun with April on our flight home. We, we became besties and then I came home and now I'm recording this on a Monday and you get to hear this on a Tuesday. But so overall, the trip was really interesting. I got to learn a lot about myself. I got to learn how I am under pressure. I got to learn more parts of myself that I don't like. I got to learn how quickly I can fall into gossip or bad habits or act in ways that are not like me. And then I got to learn how to take accountability for my actions and how to not take things personally. So A is when I 
just decided to shake off the trip and understand that everyone was stressed. Everyone was going through their own stuff. Everyone has their own things going on. It had nothing to do with me. How people were treating me that weekend on the trip had nothing to do with me and had more to do with themselves and where they're at in their life. How I was treating other people and how, whether or not I was taking things personally or not personally, had nothing to do with other people, had to do with myself and how I was feeling about myself and where I was at mentally. So that was A. B, I got to take accountability for my actions where I knew I was wrong for being involved in gossip and I shouldn't have fallen into it. I knew I was wrong for talking about somebody that wasn't there to defend themselves, that I didn't even give them a chance to give me their opinion. I knew I was wrong on that end and I apologized to them as right before I landed. You know, see, being robbed wasn't my fault, but... I got to have a perspective where I felt so lucky and so thankful that A, for my life, that I'm able to be able to work hard enough to afford to switch my flights so quickly and to pay that extra money in order to leave a situation I'm not happy in or where I don't feel like I belong. I felt thankful about the fact that I was alive and in one, maybe two scratches, but that I didn't hurt my foot too badly and that I wasn't killed or raped or injured during the break-in. And, you know, the last one is that also I got robbed the least. <laughs> it's not a competition, but I think because my room was all the way at the end, they didn't have much room for my stuff, which is so funny. Oh, I forgot to mention the best part, not the best part, but one thing that happened when, when the robbers heard me arrive, they left a suitcase outside filled with, other, with some of the girlies' bags. So I helped them get some of their bags back because they couldn't carry that when they heard me and they didn't have time to close the bag and to leave with it. So some girls did get a few of their bags back. Will anyone get their things back? No, obviously it's gone forever, but it was a lesson. And overall, it was an interesting trip. Would I want to ever do this again? The whole trip? No. If I could choose to do this trip, would I do it? No. It cost me a lot of money for flights. And I was, the hours that I spent flying was the same amount of hours that I spent in Saint-Tropez. So I would love to have a new experience with Saint-Tropez. Do I have any ill feelings or negative feelings towards anyone from that house? No, I don't. I think everyone's great. And it was just off energy for everyone. And yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to stay positive, man. <laughs> so overall, that's my story. I love you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you have an amazing rest of your Tuesday and week. And I'm really looking forward for hopefully this week's Thursday solo episode, which will be all about shadow work. And if you are listening and you're the one that robbed me, why did you take my mic? And why did you take some earrings but left me the other pairs? Like, why didn't you just take both? And good luck on your brand new podcast if that's what you stole my mic. Anyway, love you. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye.